0: are now tuned in to D.A.R. Sports Media. We are here for the Sports Super Podcast. We could have a lot on deck, perhaps, depending on who ends up parachuting in. But we're starting off with Tay's Takes LLC, along with the owner and proprietor of D.A.R. Sports Media, the true God. He is clinging to life, but he is joining us tonight to talk over. Tay seemed like he had some work for both of us earlier on today. Uh-oh. concerning the obvious what the opening segment on this show is set to be oh boy oh boy so you know this whole time I've been saying uh, the Niners gotta give me a clean game they give me a strong game they gotta hit on all cylinders they gotta gotta play pretty much mistake free um, I know they got that in them and if they do, there's a chance that they're the best team in the league. Uh, I don't know if this if it's chance anymore. I think it pretty much what you saw on Sunday is exactly what I've been talking about this whole time. If they play like that, I don't think anybody's beating them. I think they are the best team in the NFL. Uh, you know, this is the team with the best record that they went in there, and not only fucking demolished but they spotted them a whole quarter the Eagles had more first downs than the 49ers had snaps by the end of the first quarter Brock Purdy and no don't you worry we're going to talk about some Brock Purdy tonight Uh, Brock Purdy the yardage that he had by the end of that game he was in the negative by the end of the first quarter so that napalm load they dropped on those dirty birds was just three quarters. Two quarters, really, because the game was completely fucking over with by the fourth quarter. There's a lot of factors that you can talk about that went into this. Um, I think some of it, you know, as much as there's praise going to the 49ers, we talked about it last week. The Eagles A lot of close games, a very narrow point differential, a lot of lucky breaks. The luck ran the fuck out on Sunday. I do enjoy how the narrative all of a sudden, all I see on Twitter now, has shifted from Brock Purdy isn't a starting quarterback, he isn't that guy, too well he's not the MVP so I guess we're just gonna we're just gonna shift those those goalposts right on over everyone's just gonna bypass the fact that they were looking like they were completely fucking wrong except for unfortunately some of the major outlets some of which I'm not gonna mention because people that we're friends with uh, work with them but some of these people cast their lot they dug their heels in and at this point they'd like to just keep looking less and less and less credible as time goes on hoping that by some miracle this guy the 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 you know clock strikes midnight he turns back into a pumpkin rather than just admitting maybe they were wrong they just like to keep going and keep looking more fucking stupid as the weeks go on and on and on. I saw one of these people say uh, Brock Purdy's weaknesses, he, uh, he doesn't play as well from a muddied pocket. Well, that's cool because there's a PFF chart that just went up last week that shows that Brock Purdy's actually the most efficient quarterback when under pressure from a muddied pocket. So it's literally the exact extreme opposite of what you're saying. All of these people out there, I want to talk about, oh, slants and and screens. And it sucks because they didn't get to say that for a few weeks. And then a couple of them worked spectacularly. So now that's back to being the narrative, even though it was just two of those. And Brock Purdy had 17 other completions. Um, well, I've got some stats for you. Brock Purdy, right now, of his passing yards, 48.6% of it comes from Yak, yards after the catch. Would you like to know, the last three MVPs, what their yak percentage was. Remember, Brock Purdy is 48%. Aaron Rodgers, 52%. Aaron Rodgers, 52%. Patrick Mahomes, last year. Remember how we talked about, all oh, Patrick Mahomes carried those shitty offensive skill players to all the way to the Super Bowl. He was so amazing. Percent of passing yards coming from Yak. Patrick Mahomes last season was 54%. The league average is 47.5%. So Brock Purdy is slightly above the league average in Yak. Not the lead by a lot. That's not what most of his yards come from. And in fact, the last three MVPs had numbers. Considerably higher than Brock Purdy does right now. The 49ers overall rank 11th in yak yards. If that is the narrative that you are out there spewing, you look like a fucking idiot. It's just, there is no stat that agrees with anything any of you are saying at this point. Not a single fucking one. Not one. Hey, you've had him in the top ten for a while. I think we're there. I don't know what what else we got to do because, like I said, you know everybody was, oh, he's not the guy. He's not even a starting quarterback. And now the conversation overnight has become, oh, well, he's not an MVP. Okay, so I guess we just we just bypassed saying he was in the top ten because I think you know I don't know where the argument would be that he's not squarely in there right now. Yeah.
1: He he's definitely a top ten quarterback. I mean, I'm not gonna be the guy that oh look at his team, look at the play call. I don't do that. Like end of the day, look at the quarterback. What exactly what they're doing? You judge it off of that and playing at the top ten level. You're playing at the top ten level, so that's where he's at. He's been playing great football. He's uh, the favorite to win MVP right now. The the deservingly so.
0: But I mean, uh-oh. is that, that that's the extent we're going to go to with some of these people. This motherfucker's going to win MVP, and they're still going to say, oh, he's not this, he's not that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Are we going to sit here and take away credit from Joe Montana for all the – Tay, hey, you're a little bit young for this. True. The original hey. West Coast offense, what the fuck was it built off of? Slant routes, intermediate, getting the ball in the ball players' hands, letting them do their thing. Are we going to take away credit from Joe Montana for all the fucking slant routes that Jerry Rice took to the house because that was his primary fucking way of doing things? Are we going to take away credit from Kurt Warner from The Greatest Show on Turf when all those players used to take those fucking short passes to the house? What the fuck are we doing here, man?
2: Hey, man, look, I don't – uh like I said, I, I try not to pay attention, especially – right now uh to a lot of the talking head stuff. Um, you know, 49ers are um you know, 49ers are doing it doing their thing. They 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 play they're playing great offense. I mean Debo was was cooking. Um yeah man, you know, like I said, they 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 showed up and showed out and you know that's that's all you can really ask for uh when you're dealing with situation like that especially with a team like like the eagles and they made the eagles look very very pedestrian and that's uh you know that's 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 what it is you know i think that was you know you say it was it was cool but uh you know i thought the eagles were were gonna show up and it looked like early on they were right but then yeah 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 and then uh it just got out of hand and you know it
0: is what it is. So Tay, thoughts in general on the game?
1: Um the the 49ers played a good played a good game, especially in the second half. But they started off slow in the first quarter. Um the offense looked good, defense looked good, everything, everything worked. And like I said last week, to beat the Eagles, you gotta play perfect. And that's what the 49ers did. They came out there and they played perfect. That's how you that's how you beat the Eagles. Um, no, I don't like I don't like this this Eagles slander now. Like I don't like how people are just automatically just all oh, the Eagles are done. No, that's not the case. Because like they have so many good wins this season. Yeah, that that was a bad loss. they have so many good wins this season i mean they they beat the bills they beat the cowboys they beat the chiefs like nobody nobody says anything about that they have they have one loss to a good team that's the 49ers i mean somebody eventually you'll lose a game i mean somebody's got to do it so i don't i don't like how people are just automatically just counting eagles out now because they lost because i do think if there was I think a rematch will happen in the playoffs. It's not gonna be that. It's it's not gonna be that same story. No way the Eagles get blown out twice. They've been playing good enough, getting by every week. But there's no way. There, there's no way they're gonna watch film. They're gonna come in with a different game plan. They're not gonna stall out. I don't. I don't think that'll happen again. They just had a bad game. Like everyone has their bad game. Like I remember when the 49ers lost three straight. Oh, the 49ers are done. They're not doing anything. Now, maybe The Eagles they're the best team in the NFL. I just don't I don't like the I just don't like the, the jump the gun part about it. Like you're not going to be every single team. That's not going to happen. Like every team has good losses, bad losses. Like the Eagles lost to the Jets. They lost, like it happens. Everyone has those kind of losses. Everyone has good wins. So he would need to slow down on the on the Eagles just not being a, a good team. People definitely need to slow down on
0: that. So I was and like I said last week, I'm not here to tap dance on anything. It's time to move on, time to go whoop those fucking Seahawks. Time to win this division. Uh I was pretty cool, calm, and collected about the game. It's just another game until I start seeing in the second half all of these Fat mouth. Poor sportsmanship. Fucking loser Eagle fans who have been puffing their fucking chests out about getting to take advantage of an unfair situation for a fucking year sitting there begging for flags in the second half. Throw the flag. Throw the flag. I'll suck your dick if you throw a flag. Begging the referees for fucking help. Begging the referees for fucking help. you all fucking cowards. Step up and take this fucking ass whooping that you fucking deserve. If they're begging referees for fucking flags. What the fuck? There's a, there's a football pod that I listened to. They literally, it was, because in the heat of the moment, it was like, what the fuck? But they could not stop laughing long enough to even speak fucking words, trying to, like, talk about this Big Dom situation. They're like, why the fuck is a person named Big Dom even involved in an NFL football game? Like, what the fuck is happening? How the fuck does a staff member... So let's just go over that whole fucking scenario. First and foremost, again, Eagles fans and their coach, he said you could read his lips. You could see the video. Oh, he's getting thrown out, right? You're a bitch. That's some cowardly shit. Oh, please throw him out. Please throw him out. The tackle started with both men's feet in bounds, and the whistle hadn't blown yet. So tell me how the fuck that's a fucking penalty, first of all. Second of all, how the fuck does a civilian fucking employee of a team get to get into a Pro Bowl caliber NFL player's face and get him kicked out of an NFL football game? What the fuck is going on here? Greenlaw didn't even touch him. He just pointed in his face. Get the fuck out of here before you get fucked up. And he got kicked out. That could have been a major fucking dirty point in the game. What the fuck was that? And the and the and the Eagles fans and the Eagles coach, even worse, were begging for it. Begging. Fucking pathetic. What you think of that whole big Dom situation, Tate? Yeah, that that was crazy. I, I don't know.
1: Even... You never know what, what can happen in Philly, man. That that was that that was wild, man. It, it just it just added on to to the game. Like it, it was just perfect. Like it it fit it fit the moment just right. But I mean, I don't know. Definitely step it up next like, week. Like that'll never happen again. That'll never happen. Again. I know. I know for sure. That I'll definitely step that up. Like, that's that's unacceptable. But it was funny. It fit the game. It fit the,
0: you know, yeah. There was some bad, bad blood after that. There was some 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 fights breaking out. I mean, it was fun. It was a fun time. Um, I can't go without, you know, saying the one thing, though, is that, uh, God damn, that third and 19 to fucking, to Devontae Smith. And he got it. Breaking tackles at 140 fucking pounds. That was absolutely disgusting. Niners defense. I can't let y'all have, y- y'all can't do that again. That right there is pretty much my only issue. Please clean that the fuck up. That was fucking terrible. Um, But otherwise, a couple penalties, but nothing crazy. um, Because the penalty on Greenlaw was fucking bullshit. Um, Pretty clean game. Brock Purdy, obviously. uh, Like I said last week, if he continues to show progress, well, he damn sure fucking did. Because he had like a perfect passer rating and four touchdowns. Um, So, yeah, that was really my only issue. That third and 19 was fucking gross. Um, Eagles fans you're fucking pathetic as fuck for acting so fucking tough. So fucking long talking so much shit for a year straight. And then you're begging for fucking flags in the second half. You should be ashamed of yourself. You ain't shit smoked your fucking boots. The ax man, Jeff Axel has fucking joined us. Hell yeah. How'd you feel about that? Uh, uh, see you on Christmas, by the way, that's going to be an interesting fucking game. Niners and Ravens. Um, what you feel about that game on Sunday there, Axe? Um,
3: I definitely think Brock Purdy made a statement. Cause As far as people saying he's a game manager and all that, he's officially at 17 starts, has about like 4,600 yards, 36 touchdowns, and 10 picks. So that's like his official rookie season. And it's safe to say that he's an elite quarterback. Um, which is basically the same numbers that other people have won MVP with. That's true. I mean, yeah. he, he's likely in the mix. I mean, I know people are frustrated about it. Yeah, they're
0: frustrated about it. Desperation. Oh, well, you
3: need Debo. He needs McCaffrey. Like, everybody needs help, man. You still gotta go out there and execute at the end of the day. So, I mean, the Niners went healthy. They're, they're one of the best teams in the league. I feel like they had a little slump, shook that off and They've been looking sharp these past
0: few weeks, man. Um they've been looking elite. What else stuck out to you uh this week? What's coming up next week there, Tay?
1: Um I'm looking forward to oh, I'm 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 okay. I say this. Um I kind of feel bad for Texans fans that they lost Tank Dell for this season.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That really yeah, that yeah. really hurts. That, that was it was very fun to watch. Like I'm not saying the season's over or anything, but that 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 duel was really fun to watch and whatnot. But you know, unfortunate, you know, injuries happen. That's that's how the game goes. But um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to Thursday night. Uh they need to they need to flex that game to never. I don't want to see the Steelers <laughs> and
0: the Patriots. Oh, oh God. God, that game! Well, no, it's gonna it's gonna be fun because I think it has a a a thirty five over under or something like that, or thirty or something crazy like that. So that'll be fun to bet. Against. I'm taking the under. Like, I like betting against like, just disgusting shit like that. Give <laughs> me the
3: under, man. But um, my biggest surprise, honestly, I was surprised the Bengals pulled it out. I didn't even watch the game. I just woke up and saw they beat Jacksonville. I saw hey, so it. Lawrence got
0: hurt. You're you're yeah. a, you're a, you're a college football guy. That Browning kid, when he came in to UW, he was like a seven star recruit, like highly fucking touted. That was it. Sounded like a fake stat thing. He threw 91 touchdowns in a season. His senior year at high school. So he, you know, it didn't really work out. It didn't pan out. He didn't fulfill the potential that people thought he had. But like I was not that surprised to see him in a Zach Taylor offense where he has a little experience, he has some weapons, like do a little bit of work last night. I wasn't that surprised, and I'm excited to see if if he's a late bloomer.
3: Yeah, I remember Jake Brown in the UW. Yeah. Um uh, he was pretty good. Like he's not doing what Penix is doing, but he he put up
0: some numbers. Oh well, guess what? I got I got speaking of Penix, I got a little surprise for you uh, here for in a minute. We're gonna do a little college football talk this week because I know you got some thoughts. <laughs> man. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I see it. Got this got this uh Florida State Knowles sweater on. Uh Tay, I just want to say before we move on to that, um, hey man, you know what? Maybe the Niners will will help close things out on that Rivera era here in a couple weeks.
1: Please. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, we already got embarrassed by the Bills. We got embarrassed by the Dolphins. Nah.
0: There ain't, ain't no level it of it embarrassment. It <laughs> it I have a, I have a funny story. I have a funny story to tell you off air about about the commanders. Uh, I, I want to give a shout out
3: to the Colts too. Yeah, like they're low key seven and five. Yeah, like Minshew's doing a good, admirable job at quarterback. You know, they first round pick got hurt, and they still over five hundred. Defense is pretty solid. Like Zaire Franklin's nice. So they don't get a lot of props. I know a lot of people was roasting us for losing to them earlier in the season. But we done lost to like three seventy-five teams.
0: Like shit's annoying. I don't want to look ahead, but uh what's your thoughts, thoughts, and prayers about this this Niners Ravens game coming up?
3: Nah, we won't be fine, man. Like y'all haven't seen a team like us. We don't be getting blown out. Like we're not gonna get 20 or 30 piece by any oh,
0: that's that's good. Oh yeah. that'll be a it's gonna be a sound bite. I'll start the show off with. <laughs>
3: yeah, like y'all can do that to them NFC teams, but we ain't gonna uh, get I like, like we lose, we going down fighting, and we're gonna blow a league. Like we don't yeah. like get 20 or 30 piece. That just doesn't happen in Lamar era. It's happened maybe like twice that I remember.
0: I'm interested, it's it seems like the last uh Kind of the last chess piece to move off the table, because uh, the Niners play like they played Sunday. I don't think that anybody's even touching us, except I dig it. I dig except it. maybe the Ravens. So I'm I'm, I'm interested in uh interested in that game. Uh, some games that you were certainly interested in. Let's do some some goddamn college football. uh the rare college football appearance on this show the CFP thing was fucking bananas uh there was you could do a betting line for a certain amount of time that, that the SEC team was we all going to get left out cuz the first time has happened instead we have our first power 5 undefeated champion left out of the fucking CFP them using the excuse that Jordan Travis is hurt is so fucking crazy to me because, number one, the backup quarterback looked okay. He didn't look great, but he... Ohio State won the fucking tournament with a backup quarterback a, f- a few years back, the Cardell Jones run. The backup quarterback for FSU would have had time. He would have had weeks to practice. The The game is not like a month away. People were saying... That they would have gone out there and got their boots smoked by Michigan, who the fuck is Michigan beating? Are you really that confident in that running, in just the the game that the offense that just doesn't even throw the ball is going to line up against that Florida State defense and just do whatever they want? Absolutely fucking not, if you ask me. I don't know if anybody else watched that ACC championship game, but Louisville was doing Nothing. That is a championship defense that Florida State has this year. They're fucking dominant. I think they would have fared just fine against Michigan. This is fucking crazy.
3: Axe, go ahead. Man, I was so disappointed because like, we scheduled a tough out-of-conference opponent, which these other schools didn't Numerous. do. Numerous!
0: They they whooped LSU, whooped them. Just two weeks ago, Alabama needed one of the most miraculous fucking plays we've ever seen to beat a six and six Auburn team. So,
3: uh, what are and we doing they here? they dunk it up against USF. like yes, that happened this season. They
0: almost lost for
3: whatever reason. Like they won. And We beat eight teams that was bowl eligible like, more than anybody in the country. Like, I understand people feel like the ACC is mid, but we got three top 25 wins. One of them was against the SEC. So, it just was unfair. Like, I don't really think Texas really had that strong of a schedule. I know they beat Bama. But, like, Big 12 wasn't that tough this year. And they barely squeaked some games by. They won by three against Houston and a couple points against Kansas. Like, they they weren't that elite. Like, to have two one-loss teams in front of us was straight robbery. It was unfair. Cause like, this is our best season in 10 years. Jimbo did us dirty. We had to sit through the Willie Taggart era, his bum ass. And we had to like, sit through Norvell's first couple years. It took him a while to get it going. Now we got an 18 game winning streak and we're not rewarded for it. We don't even get a chance to like, see how we stack up against the elites. It's not fair, and we won with a third-string, true freshman quarterback who was clearly overwhelmed. Like Brock Glenn, he ain't ready. <laughs> that no. game was rough, but we still got it done. One by double digits, and we still get penalized. It, it fucking, was straight bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy to me, especially if they go out there and beat Georgia. Then it's plainly fucking obvious that that, that nah man it's so fucked up, and. Uh, I don't want to get too into 12 teams is going to be better and people will, people like to like to act deliberately obtuse about this and deliberately dense about this, but I'll just say this. I would rather, and this is, this is a, a life perspective. Um, We do a lot of this, a career progression in, in my profession. I have had to say this. I would rather a few people who don't deserve it, get a shot then people who do deserve it get left out. So I'll include 12 and make sure every team that should be there gets to be there and maybe a couple of bummy teams get in. Because we're having blowouts anyway. So you might as well make sure some shit like this does not ever happen again. Tay, what'd you think of this fucking FSU CFP situation? Um...
1: They just, they just put in who they want at this point. Like that, that's that's how it goes. They just throw in whoever they want, and they were going for entertainment factor. Like that's all it is. Like you know, whatever they say it was it's for entertainment. Nobody wants to watch the backup quarterback. Like, I got I, I understand that, but you got but what's right is right. Like, you can't just. They're undefeated. you can't just like just jump over that. Oh, never mind, and just not put them in there. Like is why the it.
0: fuck play the games.
1: That's true. I'm not honestly, I was thinking Florida State should not play their bowl game. I wouldn't play that. I would boycott that or something.
0: I would not play my bowl game. Waste of time. What's the point? Well, it, it, the it, rumor yeah. is that there's gonna be a little bit of a uh little bit of a boycott if they beat yeah. Georgia. If they beat Georgia, um all the AP reporters who get a vote are all going to vote for state number one at the end. I mean, yeah, yeah it don't, it don't it die. You know, it doesn't get that trophy in their hands, but it's, it's still something.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I just didn't, that's not right, but I'm glad this is over now. The, uh, the, the 12 team playoff is here. Finally. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see like Toledo get in it's, I cannot <laughs> wait for that.
0: But <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> yep. True. Any thoughts on the CFP deal?
2: Nah, man. I am I'm so out of the loop. I, I'm barely in the loop on on just about anything. I mean, I've I've heard some of the stuff, but I haven't been paying attention, I'll be honest.
0: I got you, man. Um well with that. Let's go ahead and get to center court. Tip off, some NBA action. All right, we're in quarterfinals of the in-season tournament, um, Tay's New York Knicks are getting battered all about. Tay, NBA thoughts, this in-season tournament, what else do you got on your mind for the NBA?
1: Um, The in-season tournament was a success, even though it's not over yet. It was a success. It definitely feels like playoff atmosphere. Like When I was watching uh, Pacers set this game yesterday, I definitely felt like a playoff game. Um it, it was really enjoyable. I, I like this, but it's a little bit, it's still a little bit confusing, like, the whole Tuesday and Friday thing. when I don't know. Like, well, it'll, it'll be easy to understand later on and whatnot, but I did like it. I did enjoy it. And a lot of people were hating on it at the beginning because it was new. That's how everyone does. Something's new. You don't want to try to adapt to it. But, you know, like, Adam Silver is probably the Great from what I remember, he's the greatest commissioner in sports. To me, Adam Silver, he's been he's completely changed the NBA. NBA was not like this uh 15 years ago. He he changed the all-star game multiple times, changed uh jerseys, the 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 in-season tournament, the play-in tournament, um, how the draft lottery works. I mean, he's changed Adam Silver has done a really good job with the NBA. Like he's he's tried the best commissioner in all in Every sport. Like we need Adam Silver in the NFL too. But um yeah, the the in-season tournament, like I said, that was a success. I, I'm I'm happy for that.
0: Axe, what's what's sticking out to you right now in the NBA? Um,
1: just how
3: competitive these games have been, just games in general early this season. Um, a lot of young teams are playing with a lot of confidence. You got some surprise teams like I had called earlier, the Orlando Magic. Um, Played great defense, one of the best benches in the NBA. Like two young players averaging 20, of Franz Wagner and Paolo. Um, Orlando's a really good team. Indiana's a really good team, too. It's Tyrese Halliburton averaging 26 and 12 assists. Like generating that many points, it hasn't been seen in point guard position, I don't think, ever. So he's playing at all NBA level. They lead the league in points and three-pointers made. They, they are a great offensive team. They play with a fast pace. Um, Minnesota's a very good team. Oklahoma City. So it's just like a lot of parody. It seems like low-key, the changing of the guard. But it's a lot of quality players out here. Of all ages, just playing at a high level.
0: So this season's been good so far. True. What about you? What's standing out to you in the NBA right now, man? Um,
2: Ty- uh, Tyrese Halliburton is playing MVP level basketball. Um, watching watching that game last night was amazing. Of course, watching the Celtics lose is always fun for me. You know, what I'm saying, shout out to my band, X. Um. No, I like Terrence Halliburton is just yeah that 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 dude is you know how, how often do you see somebody averaging twenty you know 26, 27 and double digit assists? You don't really see that very often in general. So this is a whole you know a whole new thing and uh, you know that we don't really see like that. I think I think Harden maybe did it once. I know Russ did it obviously four times, averaging twenty something. And uh, I think Russ averaged like thirty. When he, when he won MVP and uh, averaging triple-double, but it's just something you don't see that often, and then Halliburton is, you know, he's protecting the basketball, he's not turning the ball over, so I, I've been really impressed by by him this year, and I know he was good last year and stuff like that, but this is a whole new level. This is all-NBA, all-star level. Um, You know, uh, I, I gotta speak on this because somebody needs to speak on it. Jason Tatum, And Jalen Brown in big games, it just continued this thing of like not showing up properly when it's like really, really needed. And I think that showed in the game last night. Now I was this game isn't like you know the end all be all because what you're aiming for is not an in season champion, you know, in season title. You're aiming for the main title, and, and the Celtics are still in prime position to to make that happen. But it was just, like, you know, seeing Jalen Brown kept trying to dribble and drive, and he was losing the ball every fast so Like, it's just, like, the IQ of certain players, watching the Knicks get their ass whooped, too. Like, the Knicks, the Knicks in the first half going shot for shot with the Bucks, And then you start to just chuck up bad shots. Julius Randle want to keep ISOing against Giannis. Like, you not that nigga. Like, stop doing that. Like, he had – like, it's funny. He had 40. He had 41 in the game against the Bucs tonight. And they lost by, like, 20-something. And it was, like, the more he kept scoring in the second half, the worse their offense was. It's like, like you know, Jalen Brunson had 15 at the half. Um, you know, Randall had, like, 21 at the half. I think R.J. Barrett had, had like, 10 or 12 at the half. And then after that, R.J. maybe had scored, like, you know, eight or nine points. And then, um, you know, uh, and then Jalen Brunson's probably got, like, 10 points or 9 points. So it's like you watch the the offenses and stuff like that, and it's just really – I don't know, man. It's just really not a good look uh, for for, for the Knicks and and how they went out. They went out really sad. Went weren't even competitive in the second half. Um, I think Zion Williamson – is hilarious for for no showing last night, um, and the Pelicans still won. So I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, I mean, this this tournament is all they're talking about right now and all they're worried about. Um, you know, later on today when people are listening to this, there'll be a shit ton of basketball games. So you know we're we're back, you know, it had like three get three days off without a game, without like a bunch of games, and that shit was trash. So, um, you know, I'm glad they got some regular NBA games back. Um, I'm interested to see how the Hornets and Bulls look, you know, especially with no LaMelo and and uh, and the Zach Levine thing. I think he's still out for really another, another little another extended period. So I'm interested to see Kobe White uh, and what he does. Um, I hate to say it because I probably shouldn't be supporting this dude. I'm interested to see what Miles Bridges is going to do. Um, because he seems like, besides Terry Rozier, he's like the number one option uh, or number two or number one B option with Nola Mello, uh, and, um, you know, in Charlotte. So um, uh, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff happening in the NBA right now. I think I'm just kind of kind of watching and, 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 and kind of trying to get an idea of where things go after this in-season tournament is done because, you know, it's almost over you know we got like two more two, uh, three more games in total and um i'm just curious to see what you know what what the uh, i guess what the fallout is if, if teams start to start to care less or they start to half ass or not put as much effort in um or if or if teams go hard because you know now we're in that you know one quarter of the season is is done already so um you know we're in the second quarter of the season and uh, hopefully some of these players start to pick it up. Everybody starts to get focused and stuff like that. But it's not really a whole lot right now uh, because of the end-season tournament to really to really talk about. And, uh, you know, uh, Suns and Lakers, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting uh, interesting matchup. I, obviously right now while we're recording, by the time people hear this, they'll know what the result of the game is. But, um, you know, i if I had to pick, I hope the Suns, win this game uh and then i hope the uh, the pelicans and the pacers end up being the final for i that's what i want to see i want to see the like that's that's team basketball you know no real superstars on that team Zion's not a superstar brandon ingram's really not a superstar either um you know and then the pacers you got you know your miles Turner, your buddy hills your Tyrese Halliburtons i like seeing stuff like that so um yeah, that's um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I'm looking at, looking forward to a lot of games tomorrow or to l- later today. Um, you know, I want to see if the Warriors can somehow manage to fuck up a 20 point lead on the Blazers. Um, Nuggets and Clippers, that's gonna be the ESPN game. Of course, that's gonna be gonna be kind of fun. Um, the Spurs and the Timberwolves, that's an interesting one. Uh, you know, you got the the worst team in the West. Versus the best team, so you know I think it's and it's a, it's a nationally televised game, which is hilarious. Um, then you got the Grizzlies, who are the second worst team in the West, against the worst team in the East, the Pistons. Like these are funny oh, games. God. <laughs> these are fucking hilarious games. But a sleeper, a sleeper game: Orlando Magic and the Cleveland Cavaliers. is two teams who are you know the Cleveland Cavaliers started slow and now they're starting to kind of you know they're starting to kind of get get right. And the magic, you know, X X, you know, mentioned earlier that he he was on a train um for them being whatever. Uh, but I don't know, man. You know, this is uh it's it's the interesting year for basketball. Very interesting year for basketball. Um and the in-season tournament is just very interesting. Um curious to just curious to see how it all ends, but also you know, kind of ready, ready to move on you know, ready to move on from, from all this shit and and get back to what matters the most and that's finishing out the regular season. You know, that's uh that's what it is, man. Right? So and we'll see. We'll see how things go. I know uh on Friday, you know, they got all these games. I just I just hate that I just hate that we don't get games every day like for multiple teams. Like I I, I genuinely hate that that's the one thing I hate about this in season tournament. Like, okay, tomorrow we got like, I don't know what, 10, 11 games or something like that. And that's, you know, that's whatever. But then, you know, Thursday there's two games and then Friday there's a whole bunch of games. And then like, you know, then uh, it was like Saturday. There's like the one, the the in season tournament, I think final. And then you don't have any games on, on, on Sunday. And then, you know, like Monday. Okay. Now we back to normal. Like that. It's just weird to me. That's weird. Like, like it's the regular season, man, you know, like we supposed to have games every day,
0: like every day. So that shit is, I don't like that shit at all. But you know, well, we're coming up here on DAR sports media, damn near providing you guys with content every, every single day. Uh, Maybe we'll be there someday, maybe next summer. Um, Check back. It's still fresh. It's still topical. Me and True deep diving on the return of CM Punk on the last week in wrestling. It was uh, one of our more detailed, uh, insightful episodes we've done in a long time. Uh, Also check out our interview with MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alex Kane Uh, from a couple weeks ago. It is on the feed. Um, And also check out our retrospective look back at Survivor Series. Um, from a couple weeks ago, uh, really good historical stuff, great match recommendations, uh, hidden gems within those shows for you guys to all check out. Um, and coming up, we've got some other uh, big guests on the way. Uh, we're in touch with some folks, we're working on it. We got people. What's up? What do you got, true? Um, right now,
2: <clears throat> I was recording recently, but. I've uh, been under the weather for the last couple of days, so I haven't been doing too much of much of anything, honestly. But um, there's, there's always something. There's always something in the works, you know. Some things we're working on, things we're planning. Um, you know, of course, y'all y'all already know that the music is out, and and uh, you know, we hit a couple milestones for a couple projects that we have. So uh, you know, that's that's, that's great, and and shout out of course to my brother Apollo, who is uh, you know. He, He's been doing his thing as well. Uh, and 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 you know, especially working with the sports stuff that he's been doing. So uh, you know, like I said, it is it, a lot of stuff going on with, with with the DAR, DAR circle, DAR crew. Um, like I said, music-wise, we ain't been doing too much, but you know, it is what it is.
0: We'll be back to it soon enough. Be sure to check out uh it'll be shoot, I think, today when it comes out. Uh, we got some friends, not on camera, but behind the scenes, working on that Suki Band, uh Wrestling League that'll be streaming uh, on December 6th. So if you're into that kind of stuff, uh, check that out as well. Check out our friends. They put together a wonderful show behind the scenes. Like I said, we got guests coming up. Check out those awesome episodes in the archive. And just remember, unlike... The Eagles offense. The world of DAR sports media never stops. Yo,
2: treasure honest, desecrate the lies, elevate through relic ties. My focus mind can swarm through petty nonsense. Have my nigger moments, big components, but forever conscious, truly God sent. i wear the sevens like the-